Moncrief on News Talk. As you may have heard, one proposed solution to the standoff in Ross Grey is to use another building in the town and develop it into a community hotel. But what exactly is that? Kieran Harrahill is a senior researcher in climate justice at, at TASC, the think tank for action and social change, and has been involved in a proposal for a community ho- hotel. Good afternoon, Kieran. Hi, Sean. How are things? Uh, so describe for us, I suppose, firstly, what is the difference between a private hotel and a community hotel? Yeah, so one of the main differences is that the community, whether that be true, an elected board of community members are responsible for running an operation of a hotel. So that is one of the primary differences uh, within a project which I'm leading called the People's Transition, where we work with communities across Ireland to understand what our immediate needs facing the community and how they could help to address climate change. We worked with the community of Mount Bellew in County Galway. So Mount Bellew has a range of natural assets ranging from Galway's Living Bog, uh, a beautiful domains, as well as an agricultural college. And one of the big uh, themes which came about engaging from community members is that there is leakage in terms of they have a lot of people visiting the local area, but because there is nowhere to stay within the community, uh, tourists have to stay in uh, nearer towns like Athenry or Tume. So from that uh, undertaking research, Task looked to the idea of developing a community-owned hotel, which could help to create new opportunities for the local area. So, uh, so a community hotel operates pretty much the same as a privately owned hotel, does it? Uh, very much so. I suppose one really interesting example is uh, a hotel called the Renmark Hotel. So this is a cooperatively owned hotel in southern Australia. It's been owned by the community since 1897. Hmm. And while it has obviously the similarities in terms of the functions of a regular hotel in terms of providing accommodation for tourists, what you see with community-owned hotels is that there's also an emphasis on uh, creating or supporting community groups. So whether that be providing a space for older people of the community, for younger members of the community, for someone for there to um, interact with one another. So while there is that kind of business aspect to it, of course, there's also that focus on what our community needs and how a hotel could help to address them, whether that be by pro- providing space for community activities. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So it's a, it's a hotel, I suppose, allied with a community centre might be uh, one way of, uh, of putting it. But at the same time, I mean, it would have staff the same as any other hotel that would have wages to pay and that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of what might be some of the challenges in terms of developing a community-owned hotel, it's, as you mentioned, the logistical factors. So it's about ensuring that the required skills that are needed in terms of management, communication, marketing, they would all need to be in place, as well as ensuring that there is an occupancy rate in terms of being able to function financially, but also looking to support community development and as well as climate action or whatever the initial community needs maybe also. Okay, yeah. So so say in, in the case of Mount Bellew, you, I assume then you also had to look at footfall, essentially, and and whether... In, is it that important if a community hotel makes a profit other than it's not a massive financial drag on people? Absolutely. So that's one of the big aspects in terms of uh, ensuring that, again, it has that community benefit as well as the financial sustainability and... I suppose one of the great examples is within Ireland, there is currently only one community-owned hotel. 
That is in Schlievebjog in County Monaghan. So it's on the border near uh, Fermanagh and Tyrone. And it's located near a special area of conservation called um, the Schlievebjog Range. What's interesting is that from that hotel, which has been in operation since I think around 2000, it's been financially sustainable, which is excellent, but it has also supported uh, a contribution to other uh, community developments. So, for example, there has been plans to put astroturf fields near the hotel with some of that funding coming from the outcomes of the hotel, as well as funding from leader and other uh, government body sources as well. Right. OK, yeah. So and and our community hotels now, as you say, there's only one in Ireland, hopefully only so, so far. But are, are, are they common in many other parts of the world? Yeah, definitely in Australia, there has been a couple of examples, particularly in very rural parts of Australia, where there might not be a massive population, obviously uh, a lot of agriculture, and it's a place for farmers to come together, given that they're working a very high pressure job. Uh, As well as that, in Scotland, it's been interesting since COVID uh, has hit, there has been an increase in the number of community-owned hotels. So obviously, the hotel industry was somewhere, uh, was one sector which was really impacted by the pandemic, of course. So, for example, there was one community in the Western Isles which received a half a million pound grant to buy a hotel which had been, I suppose, been left vacant because of the lack of profitability during the pandemic. And that has been used to combat rural isolation as well as providing a place for young people to socialise. So uh, uh, you're from Tipperary, so you'd be familiar with Ross Cray. Would it be your opinion that Ross Cray would benefit from a community hotel? I think one of the big things which has come up, not only from Ross Gray, but I suppose even from our work within TASC, working with communities across rural Ireland as well as urban Ireland, is that many communities feel that there is a sense of dereliction in terms of their communities who are being left behind, that there hasn't been sufficient investment to provide new opportunities. So I suppose within uh, Ross Gray, if such a community development, a community-owned hotel were to be established, I suppose the hope would be that it would help to not just be a business, but could be something which could help to promote community development in other areas, help to support solidarity and inclusivity within the town, as well as supporting and addressing what the immediate challenges are that the community is facing, whether that be unemployment, whether that be um, a lack of places for people to socialise, for people to come together. So the hope would be that if a community hotel were to be developed, it could help to not only address the lack of accommodation, but other challenges that the community might be experiencing. And uh, when you were putting together this proposal from Mount Bellew, who, what government department oversees something like this? Is there one agency you you apply to or are you kind of scrambling around looking for, fi- uh, for finance from various sources? Yeah, so I suppose the Mount Bellew case in particular, Mount Bellew is a part of the Just Transition Fund. So that covers uh, the Midlands parts of Tipperary, but I think Ross Gray is excluded. It includes Thurlis and, and Carrick, unsure. Uh, within the Just Transition Fund, there is uh, funding allocated specifically uh, for low carbon accommodation. I suppose one point to mention is that when the uh, proposal was presented to members of Mount Bellew and the Smart Villages Mount Bellew Initiative, which is I suppose, an umbrella group uh, within Mount Bellew. After the launch of the report, there was a sense that the scale of the challenge might be difficult and there could be other options which might be more feasible. Like, uh, again, while Mount Bellew is different from Roscommon, something like a glamping site would be something which would be particularly relevant for that community, but it might not be for other communities like in towns. I suppose one thing to mention as well is from other communities that we've worked with in the People's Transition. So two spring to mind. One is in Ballylongford in North Kerry, which is right on the Shannon Estuary, 
And another one is Kilcormac in the Midlands, which is near Loch Bura. I think there is an interest in accommodation, community-owned accommodation, because the benefits which would be coming from the hotel, because it's community-owned, it would be staying within the community, which could then be used to help and provide funding for other initiatives which the community would look to develop. develop. Yeah. yeah. It, it, are you surprised that there aren't more uh, communities that who, you know, may be feeling a bit overlooked who aren't applying for something like this? Yeah, I suppose the big thing again is, so for example, while the funding is absolutely critical, uh, as well as the need for support from other organisations, whether that be from Falch Ireland to support tourism in the local area, the Department of Heritage, for example, there is the need not only for financial support, but also the support in terms of providing the skills that might be necessary to ensure that the people who would be fulfilling the jobs, whether that be, um, say, in the management side of things, uh, as well as working within the hotel, that people within the local area would have the skills that are needed to lead on this project and that it could be sustainable over the long term, that it wouldn't just be a scenario where the community is dependent on funding from central government, but that funding could be developed within the community and that the benefits would stay within the community as well. Kieran, thanks very much for uh, speaking with us today. That was Kieran Harahill there, a senior researcher in climate justice at TASC. That's the think tank for action on social change. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.